Sam, how many times did you say, I'm eating tendies, it feels good? <laughs> Enough? Uh, I mean, I mean a- anything more than once is probably a sign of mental degradation. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you ready? Funny! Expensive! Wanna Whatever! Be happy! Hey everyone! Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 3.30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. I'm too powerful to do an intro. And Jim. This episode is rated M for sexual themes. Today, we cover episode 27, part one of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. In episode 27, part one's title is Doug's Fat Cat. It's wilding out and it's big AF. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Sam to it. I win. (laughs) Oh, no. No comment. You guys were just, you guys were racing, just like, come on, come on, let me in, let me in. God, I was white knuckling my mouse. <laughs> oh, God. Well, welcome to season three, dear viewer. This is the season three premiere, and it should be noted on the one year anniversary of the Funny Papers. Happy birthday Congratulations, to us. Congratulations, guys. Happy birthday to us. We did it! We're big boys! Happy birthday to us! We're developing teeth now. Yes! <laughs> Our gums are falling out and chewing on Mama's them. nipple. Gag, gag, goo, goo. Put me in a diaper, Mike. <laughs> I do, before every episode. <laughs> my is my powerful erection. Oh, no. And Mama Jenkins has an extra special dose of milk for us today, kids. Yeah, so this episode begins with uh, Doug is in his house, uh, and he's playing Barnyard Chess again. This is often like an intro to Doug, is often him just playing Barnyard Chess, but this time with Judy. And Porkchop is reading a book behind them. It's... <laughs> Uh-huh. Already, we're in kind of a weird, surreal nightmare world. Let's keep going. Yeah, at, yeah. at one point, uh, Porkchop answers the phone for time. <laughs> that and says, says hello in dog uh-huh. voice. <laughs> Horrifying. And, and in this section, he's reading the book so quickly, right? Like, he's reading, like, two pages per second. He's, like, flipping to a page, pausing, then flipping to another page. He's going so fast. He's Poor a speed top, reader. Yeah. I only assume that they're doing, like, a bracket chess tournament to see who faces Porkchop afterwards, right? Oh, my God. Well... So Doug is just like, he's, he picks up a cat and he thinks to himself, you know, I never thought a little cat would give me so much grief. One question, you know, there's like six unique pieces in chess and they're using the barn. They're like, this is supposed to be like a barn themed and they mm-hmm. use one of those six pieces on a cat. <laughs> like, I know uh-huh. you can use cats to like do like pest control, but you'd think of they wouldn't use a sixth of it on a cat. Yeah, that's an extremely odd choice. I, I think know. I think of horses and cows and piggies. A cat is the one of the first animals you meet in Stardew Valley, noted documentary of farms. Ah, true. So that makes sense to me. The dwarf, probably... the meteor, the vague criminal syndicate that's somewhere out in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a good game. Uh, but... Yeah, so he's staring at this cat, and he says this, he's saying that, like, you know, that I couldn't believe that a cat would give me so much grief. He's not reflecting. This isn't a Dear Journal episode. All this happens in real time, right? Mm -hmm. But he's thinking this now. So he doesn't know the cat's about to give him so much grief. Yeah, so my theory is that this episode doesn't happen. This is entirely... It happens, like, every episode. This is entirely in Doug's brain, and let me spoil this right now. Like, he has to babysit, the cat's stinky, and stinky is pregnant. So, you'd think that a character creating life would be one of the three things that happens in Doug. It's not. We never see these kittens again. 
Okay, and there's never any reference to, like, nope. Stinky, you're a mother? Nope. Absolutely huh. zero. So I think this episode just isn't, doesn't occur. This is entirely Doug sitting in the sensory deprivation chamber jacking off. So, like, is it, do you think that, like, the entire thing happens when he looks at the cat piece and he thinks, boy, cats are annoying, and yeah. then he has this whole fantasy in <laughs> <Yes>. his head? <laughs> Absolutely. Would explain a couple of things about this because a lot of this episode is disjointed even by Doug standards. And it doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> they don't know if their cat's a girl. Yeah. Yeah. So the cat that we're talking about right now is Stinky, which is Roger's cat. This is also like the first time we've seen Stinky like be a plot element since early in season one when occasionally. Yeah, I believe the last time Stinky was in any way relevant to anything was the old cat ate the ocarina excuse, which wasn't a joke. Mm, that's true. Usually he just like hisses at pork chop. That's the right. whole thing, right? And yeah, so in throughout the series, throughout the series and throughout this episode, they refer to Stinky as a he, but then suddenly the grand reveal here is that, oh, it's actually a girl, right? Like, that's that's the whole thing which is particularly nonsensical when we all know all cats are girls this is law right (laughs) well then that means that when you guys say cat penis it's all fake and we can edit it out (laughs) you'll take it okay dead hands (laughs) so we move on uh and the doorbell stuck a cat penis and stinky So the doorbell rings, and uh, Judy gets mad at the distraction. Like she's just like, "Oh, like I can't believe someone's ringing the doorbell." Uh, and turns out it's Roger. And Roger opens the door, and he says, "He says, God, are you funny? What's jiggling?" Have either of you ever heard somebody say that expression before? No, ever literally, yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Just making sure I'm not crazy. We were also, when I made my uh, completely good and true theory that uh, Stinky is Dale, uh, we were thinking about this episode when we'd have to like figure out a way to square that circle. But if this episode doesn't happen, then we don't have to do it. Well, there you I, go. I think, it, I think it works in a couple of ways, right? So like... So, yeah, we've talked, like, basically this whole week, while we were preparing to record this episode, we were like, motherfucker, we have got to figure out how to rationalize We are in the hole here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We have dug a massive hole, but we have to be correct, so we have to figure out why we were retroactively correct, right? Yeah. Why Dale can have babies. (laughs) Dale is male pregnant at three years old. I think it starts here because Roger is coming over and he like he tells us that him and his mom are going to Bloatsburg to go see a monster truck rally. Right. Uh, And this if we take this and like, oh, and it basically comes about that he needs Doug to watch Stinky for him. Right. Because they're staying in a hotel and the hotel doesn't allow pets. Uh, I mean, they let pork chop go everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like why would they why would this one place not allow pets also bloatsburg is less than an hour away why do they need a hotel yeah yeah the bloatsburg doesn't arena, make any there's sense a, there's a bus that goes to the bloatsburg arena every day <laughs> <laughs> but but i think in this um i think the fact that Doug is being asked by Roger to watch Stinky. This is the same plot of the episode where Doug had to watch Dale because Skeeter asked him to watch Dale in order to go do a thing. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like this is the same plot. Symmetry. But and and if Roger is da- if Roger is Skeeter and Dale is Stinky, it's the exact same. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's okay. just remixing it. Again, if this is entirely in his head. Right. So don't we don't worry about the fact that he's pregnant. <laughs> that, that doesn't matter right now. Yeah, I mean, but, Stinky had to have sex to get pregnant, right? Theoretically. <laughs> what cat would fuck Stinky? We have never met a second cat in this in this uh, in this world. There have to be other cats that we see. There are, cats there later. are, but we haven't met any previously. So that's true. But Unless it's immaculate conception. 
But we also, yeah, we did kind of think about that maybe it was a Maglin conception. But but maybe, like, we've never met most characters' parents. Until this moment, we didn't re- might meet Roger's mom. We don't know who Roger's dad Well, we know Roger's dad is probably a cop. It's probably the cop. Who was that runs. cop, did that cop have green skin? I don't know. I, he might have had, hmm. like, green or blue skin. It's hard to know. Yeah, yeah because you know everybody, yeah, everybody stays within their own color in this universe. It's true. Yeah. It's true. As fucked up as it is. Um, okay. Well, regardless, they show up, uh, and Doug is just like, hey, what are you doing here? I mean, would you like to come in? Roger. <laughs> I'm like, always <laughs> here, Doug. I've never not been here. Right. And I guess if this is Doug's thought like all of this is happening in his head he's like hey what would be a thing that would happen oh roger would show up right yeah uh-huh. <laughs> also roger yeah. would show oh, up out of nowhere not skeeter skeeter is the one who is just always there and that's okay because he's the friend roger is the unwanted friend mm-hmm. but since they're the same they both show up yes. in different roger different is the life. one who shows up first though because when somebody intrudes on dog's life that is unwanted and horrible of course of course Okay, okay. So basically, uh, they there's like this long sequence of, uh, du- of, you know, Roger just like coercing Doug to watch Stinky for some reason, even though he's his bully. Yeah, and, he has uh, minions. He has right? minions that will do anything he asks. One of uh-huh. them is the mayor's kid. <laughs> <laughs> they got their Maybe. hands on tunics and roller skates for him. That's true. Again, yeah. none of this episode makes any sense. Hmm. Yeah, I it's entirely a figment. <laughs> well, maybe, and it's not like Doug is is notoriously responsible. Yeah, right? no, absolutely not. Constantly. If anything, I'd say he's the antithesis of responsible. Anytime he's been handed any responsibility, it goes immediately to, "Oh God, I can't handle the pressure." Right. And to that end, Doug has a fantasy about what would happen if he were to actually watch Stinky. He uh, he imagines. Calling the police to get Stinky <laughs> arrested <laughs> because his house is being destroyed. Doug's a narc. Hello, emergency. I'm calling to report a cat. No, I don't want a cat rescued. I want him arrested. I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Funny. That's a cat. We don't kill cats. We only kill dogs. <laughs> well, give me your gun. <laughs> <laughs> and in this, Doug Funny killed be- an officer-involved shooting. <laughs> And in this, that would mean he would even be in uh, calling Roger's dad. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, Mr. Klotz, come and arrest your cat. <laughs> and the cat is somehow destroying Doug's entire house as this happens. It's like the thing that gets me, like just about the core conceit of this is, Doug, you have the most easy built in excuse not to do this imaginable. I have a dog, Roger. Dogs and uh-huh. cats are not friends. Famously. Especially if it's a new cat who hasn't dealt with a dog before, and a dog who only has seen cats as things that I can chase. This is a story that ends quite frequently in the dog murdering the cat. You should not give me this cat, because my dog is probably gonna try to kill it. Give it to one of your slaves, Roger. You have those. It's an option. And this is shown, like, constantly because as they're having the conversation, Porkchop is growling and saying, no, (laughs) don't give me the dog. (laughs) So if you have Stinky's best interest at heart, this is just like, you're doing it so wrong. Or just sneak into the hotel. Who cares? (laughs) No one's going to inspect your room. Just bring it to the monster truck rally. Yeah, they let pets, they let Porch, literally, they let Porchop go anywhere. Like, they That's would let true. Porchop walk into, like, a surgical room. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. That's 100% correct. Wait, Porchop has been to the Bloatsburg Arena for the Beats concert. Yes, yes, he has. <laughs> okay. Okay, That's fine. <laughs> Okay. We found a logical inconsistency in the 90s TV show, Doug. Good job. Also, Kevin. also another reason I think this is imaginary is like when Roger's like fake crying uh, to get Doug to take the cat, he like breaks the fourth wall and winks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. What, you don't constantly do that whenever you're plotting a scheme? 
Right. <laughs> wink at everybody I'm just winking at the computer right now. <laughs> God. If I say something wrong, it's a bit, wink. You gotta say wink afterwards. <laughs> you gotta, every time that you actually wink, you have to say wink. Wink. There you go. <laughs> Scratch, burp, shrug, fart. You don't have to do that. I'm having that, diarrhea. Those are the things that we just silence during the editing process. <laughs> yeah, me being on the toilet. <laughs> right. I'm recording this from where the toilet. Jim, it's basically where Jim records from. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so this fantasy closes out as Stinky completely destroys Doug's house, and Doug says, never mind to the cops, because he's just like, it's fine. He can right, with I'm it. homeless now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's fine. <laughs> Which, yeah. So... Then Doug goes back into this, and Doug is like, all right, well, the way that I get out of this is that I tell Roger that my parents are away for the weekend, and also Judy hates cats, right? So uh, then Judy just comes out, and she says, What a magnificent creature! Such raw feline power, such animal grace, and such a cute little dummy! (laughs) Starts petting the belly. Noted thing that cats don't freak out and try to murder you if you do. Right. Most cats hate being touched on the belly. Dude, I have to say, like, the number one thing that I say every time I meet anybody who has a cat, I ask if they like belly rubs. (laughs) They don't. It's literally the first thing I ask is if they like belly rubs or if it's a trap. Yeah, no. Turns out there's this whole thing cats do. When a cat is finally done with uh, playing around with something that it has caught and is going to just fucking murder it, the forepaws grab it, hold it to the chest, and the back legs claw the shit out of it so when you lay your hand on a cat's belly there's a lot of instinct that say oh something's here i destroy this now but i've met nice cats that like belly a friend of mine he uh, the way that he selected his cat is that he and his brother went to the animal shelter and saw which cats would accept belly pets <laughs> they did it very gently they weren't like being mean or anything but they were just like look this is important we need to know if a cat likes belly pets and he picked the best cat I've ever met. She's so nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Are you sure method. it wasn't a dog? I'm positive. She likes Bailey. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, most cats hate that. They really this fucking hate that. This is true. Even the nice cats. But Stinky loves it. Uh, Stinky is super into it. Uh, and so uh, then Roger is just like, he starts to like, tell Doug he's like well I guess I'll just miss the show and he fake cries and and like uh you know and Judy wait a minute when he fake cries Judy ask what sound is he making (laughs) (laughs) Doug what's that noise he's making (laughs) Judy fake cries all the time like in every episode that Judy's in she's like pretending to cry Uh yeah (laughs) whatever yeah (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> Doug finally gives in, and he's like, all right, I'll do it. Uh, and then they, Roger just gives him a bunch of kitty stuff, which is less kitty stuff than Doug actually ends up having. Uh, like, they'll, they'll show, like, Doug's mm-hmm. room, and it's covered in cat stuff, and it's none of it is what Roger yeah, gave. Yeah, he just hands him a <laughs> box, and actually the uh, cat box, or whatever the hell it's called, is kind of right. cool because it's shaped like a skull that kicks ass. Yeah, it's Spider Skull Island yeah. that Stinky lives in. Fucking rules. <laughs> Stinky's a supervillain. <laughs> kind of. I mean. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, she's kind of like Muttley from when we talked about Wacky Races. <laughs> Stinky is Muttley. <laughs> and Dale. Don't forget Dale. Dale lives in a box. Yes. <laughs> Dale shits in a box, too. Right. Yeah, this happens a lot. Uh, but then he tells, critically, Roger tells Doug that Stinky is on a diet because uh, Stinky has been pretty aggro lately and also is chubby. Well, Lily says he's been acting sort of sick lately, which tells me that Roger has never taken his cat to the vet. Yep. <laughs> right. Because the, the vet would be like, oh, yeah, that's a girl cat, Roger. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the first things they tell you when you take your cat to the vet is uh-huh. like, 
hey, is it a boy or a girl? And you're like, oh, actually, I don't know. And they're like, well, it's a simple solution. <laughs> it turns I'll out, flip it over. <laughs> yeah. There's an ancient and honorable technique we can use to solve this that doesn't get anyone involved off. It's belly rub. Wait a minute, the cat gets belly rubs all the time. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Maybe maybe they don't have maybe they don't have maybe pets don't have genitalia in this universe. Maybe people don't have genitalia in this universe. We have talked about that about yeah. how this might be a universe where like the stork comes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's maybe the stork came for uh, Stinky and then the stork fucked Stinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only way that makes any sense. It's the best way we can square this circle. Stinky is certifiably pregnant. Like that's what yeah. is happening, uh-huh. right? Yes, correct. So it's either like immaculate conception or from a stork. I. <laughs> I don't know, man. (laughs) Something had to fuck this cat. (laughs) (laughs) In, in like, people, like, mythology where they say the stork came, does the stork fuck the person or did they just bring a cat? It's an interesting question. I'm not sure what the status of uh, mythology is on stork-cat relations. I know Zeus Zeus was into some shit, but I don't think Zeus is the stork guy. (laughs) Okay. Zeus is the goose guy. The goose guy turns into a, a sexually assaulting goose. This is actual canon. In uh, there's also a time that he just turns into a shower of piss. That's a thing. <laughs> Zeus <laughs> makes what? somebody pregnant via turning into a golden shower. That owns. Zeus is a golden shower from a god. Piss all uh. over me, daddy. And nine weeks later, Sam gave birth to another slightly smaller Sam. Oh. <laughs> and they just look at each other and go, oh, oh, oh. Tendies, please, father. <laughs> yeah, they just give tendies to each other. <laughs> Chicken tendies. Oh, no. Okay, so... Licking each other's fingers. <laughs> yes, even though there wasn't any sauce on the tendies. <laughs> anyway, so... For more uh, of this, please donate money to the Patreon. You'll get access to our fanfiction.net accounts. Also, we'll send you tendies. <laughs> she must pay shipping. <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, so uh, Roger, like, he like, is like, all right, yeah, you took the cat. But then he, like, somberly tells Doug that he's counting on him. What, he, like, unpacks Stinky's stuff in his room. And one of the things Stinky has is a fucking, st- uh, fucking like, spiked flail. <laughs> right? Like a medieval weapon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you use to discipline cats. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Maybe that's that's the end of uh, the end result of after they put up with Belly for long enough that they're just like, fuck you. And they crush (laughs) your Yes, it's it's how the cats discipline humans. Like, oh, you won't let me claw your uh, chest to pieces? All right, fine. (laughs) Let's see what you got, human. This will uh, be effective against shields and armor. (laughs) I think I could win a fight with most cats. Anyway, uh, so so Doug reads the list of things that Roger has told him he has to do. Each night, check Stinky for ticks, clean out crusty eye gunk, put eardrops in ears, and don't forget to floss. Man, I wish I knew a Virginia was tick territory. <laughs> Well, he never does any of those things throughout this uh, entire episode. True. You don't ta- usually don't floss cats either. That's true. Your teeth are I, too tiny. Right. It would be pretty great if we got a flossing montage with Doug. <laughs> Doug yeah, just sticking his fantastic. fingers in Stinky's mouth. <laughs> right. He doesn't have any floss, so he just like does it with his fingernails. <laughs> and for some reason, Stinky is completely okay with it. Right. He's just like uh, doing the uh, like decadent old king thing of like, oh yes, Doug, <laughs> floss me. <laughs> God. I like the decadent old king is a like 60s, 70s movie queen sort of stereotype. Obviously. <laughs> oh, okay, well, so Doug like starts to look for Stinky and can't find her. But turns out she's outside in a in a trash can with two other cats drinking milk and singing bar songs. <laughs> 
these are the only other two cats we see in this episode, so maybe that one of those cats had sex with Stinky. Maybe. It's also particularly weird because this is a rare interlude into cartoon standards of, yeah, okay, singing cats being looking like they're drunk. Aha, see, we are like a Disney thing where there's a thing that's entertaining happening. And then it goes on to Porkchop, who is, again, very clearly the human as opposed to Doug being the dog, getting out very grumpy on seeing these miserable lower class broads being drunk in his sight, getting the hose to wash them away off his property. Right. Which is... Clint Eastwood ass move. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I guess in the category of uh, Porkchop being the human and Doug being the dog, uh, Doug like goes out and like barks at the cats and gets in the way of the hose. So <laughs> yep, he's just like bark, 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 cats, and gets in the crossfire. He runs straight into the hose being sprayed. It's not like he catches him by surprise. He just sees oh. the water and then runs right into it. <laughs> yeah. Much like our podcast zone, Mike. Uh, uh-huh. I just I just see the right on the wall and I run straight into it because I'm like, well, <laughs> this has to happen, I guess. I mean, I was thinking more about uh, the intro to the last one where you dumped water on yourself, but that works too. Ah, uh, yes, of course, of course. I haven't done that since. It's been a while. <laughs> Five, four, Indeed. three. No, I don't have time to change my shirt right now. <laughs> oh, okay. No. <laughs> I have to contain myself and, and uh, be good about it. Well, so anyway, the uh, the cats get washed away. And by the way, one of the cats is wearing sunglasses and another is wearing an eye patch. So, <laughs> like, I mean, I guess it's supposed to just show these are cool ass cats. Like that show Top Cat. Remember that old show Top Cat? I do not. Uh, I remember. I remember Eek the cat. That shows dog shit. There was a cat. I mean, it was also kind of dog shit. There was a cat who was like a gangster and he would like trick the police and be like, hey, I'm running a gambling establishment. And then the police would be like, I'm going to catch you and put you in jail. And the cat would be like, no. (laughs) It was an old like Hanna-Barbera show. Are you thinking of Garfield? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't get me started on Garfield. I'm literally always thinking about Garfield. Why thank you. Did either of you, like, unironically like Garfield as a kid? Because I didn't. I think I thought I did. Like, I think I was like, this is supposed to be funny, therefore it is. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh, you're peer pressured by society into liking Garfield. Right, like, like I had a Garfield comic book, and I, like, read it. I don't think I laughed ever. I think I was just like, hmm, yes, this is narrative. This was, it was a thing that you could put on TV. Yeah. That was it. It led to famous Doug cartoon Uncle Grunty, because there was the Garfield Barnyard show. (laughs) Well, on that topic, uh, Porkchop, it just like cuts out of this to the next scene of Porkchop eating an entire pizza. Uh, Doug is like putting multiple cans of Stinky's cat food into Stinky's enormous dish, right? Like... His dish is like the size of Doug's head, and he's put he, like it's he's putting in one can, but he's obviously already put in another one because the, the the dish is already full, right? Yeah, and the the uh, cat food has like stink lines coming off of it. Does not look appetizing at all. Right, and I think there's even like a fish bone in there. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's like full on fucking bones in this, right? Yeah, that's good. I mean, maybe he's doing the thing of like. Cats fucking hate it when they can see the bottom of their food bowl and you have to put in more even though they're just like, I'll eat it later. (laughs) Put in food until I can't see the bottom anymore, but then I'm not going to eat it, right? That's classic cat move. (laughs) (laughs) They're just internet trolls. (laughs) They are. They're just fucking you guys. Yeah, they're great. Good. They understand nothing other than their own personal traumas and uh, their own personal desires, and... They also learn just enough about a situation to be absolutely confident about it, and then claw anyone who tries to touch their belly. Yep. (laughs) A.K.A. emotional intimacy. Yeah, they're fantastic. (laughs) Just like me. Also, they they spend most of their time lying around doing fuck all. It's great. I'm sorry, was that mean? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean it was I accurate, so I'm not going to argue. 
<laughs> okay, fine, fine. Oh, shit. All right. Well, anyway, so uh, Doug is just like, he tries to give Stinky the food, and Stinky doesn't like it. And then Doug, this is amazing. <laughs> The amazing idea of saying to the cat, Why can't you just eat pizza and ice cream like a normal pet? But he also, you're missing one critical part. Doug eats a bit of the cat food <laughs> and immediately has to vomit. That scene was just like. Every part about this scene again is just totally fucking baffling. Oh yeah, totally. And he, oh yeah, you're right. And when he eats the food, and he does, and he like immediately has to vomit. He like doesn't try to vomit until like multiple seconds after eating it. He's just like, mmm, num num num. <laughs> I'm eating cat food. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I'm gonna convince yeah, the good, cat actually. that it's good. <laughs> yes. Classic move. And he's like, yeah, that's true. He's like trying to like convince him too. He's like, see, stinky? Mmm. <laughs> oh my god. Also, is the cat seated in like a high chair for this? That's after when he's actually eating pizza. Again, it's, it's Dale. <laughs> it's that, Dale. That he's, turns us right around to, yeah, no, this is Dale. He's doing, like, the airplane thing. He's like, <laughs> here comes the food for you. He's, like, trying to convince him to eat healthy by eating it himself. Like, he's eating baby food. Like, it's Dale, right? <laughs> Dale oh, needs to lose weight. <laughs> Dale's been Dale was a- out fucking cats. <laughs> Dale's right. pregnant. <laughs> Gotta spray Dale with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta feed Dale pizza. <laughs> like a normal baby. <laughs> why can't you why can't you just be a normal baby and eat pizza and ice cream? Instead of cat food. <laughs> <laughs> this is I okay. I'm glad that like it isn't like like they probably were like, hey, this is too close to the Dale story. Shit, what do we do? Let's make him pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that way no one will catch on. <laughs> oh my god. The one thing that we can make a cat do and not a baby. <laughs> In all other facets, they are... Wait, shit. Yeah, we did mention, because Dale's first establishing thing is they're the most self-centered, awful creatures imaginable when they're, like, two years old. Yeah. Babies, because they... And they're and- constantly fucking with Doug, like Stinky tied Doug's shoes together earlier. I'm laughing. I'm laughing about Dale being outside with two cool babies drinking milk. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, that happened in the... Uh, yes, the Doug, it did, the didn't Doug's, it? Holy Doug's, shit. In the Doug's Gotta Make Money episode, when they were, like, uh approaching Doug's like balloon stand. It there was, was the Dale girl in the his... t-shirt that said boy on it. It yeah, ruled. It was Dale and his two cool friends. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd probably drink... chop went and got the hose to spray him off. God. They... <laughs> and they probably had drank milk earlier that day <laughs> and made annoying sounds. <laughs> One of them might own sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> One's missing an eye. <laughs> Both, all of them live in the garbage can. <laughs> oh God! Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, and also, I just realized when Doug is eating the cat food and saying it's good, he does the classic Sam phrase of "See, it's good, actually." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So Stinky starts howling into the night because uh, Doug won't give him pizza and ice cream. And, like, there are a bunch of just, like, red O's that go into the night and wake up everybody in the whole town. Cats aren't very loud, though. (laughs) They definitely don't make sustained noise like that. I mean, dogs are so much worse when it comes to noise. And it wouldn't be like an O sound, right? right? <laughs> does, does do they not know what cats sound like? Did they? I, mean, did, I don't know. I mean, there's that toy that that tells you what all the animals sound like when you're three. 
Did they not play that one? <laughs> that I've used recently? <laughs> like, it's my reference material. <laughs> I had to do a bunch of research before this episode and was like, mm, better make sure what it can sound like. You have to, you have to like do the, you have to flip the switch or whatever like four or five times until it lands on the cat. Yes. <laughs> like, come on, I need to know. <laughs> so what does the, the cat pod- say? <laughs> the podcast starts in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to pretend to go get water again. <laughs> <laughs> Yabba dabba do I hate talking to you Fred Get me the next one <laughs> Just three grown men getting angry At baby toys <laughs> I mean That's what we've been doing for this whole show yes. For a whole year now It's been three grown men getting angry At a baby's TV show Yep <laughs> And you, gentle viewer, have been with us through it all. We thank you. Look, at least you've learned what a cat sounds like. (laughs) Well, actually, we didn't say what it sounds like. We just said it doesn't make O sounds. So look, to you, dear reader, we'll leave you some homework to find out what a cat sounds like. The cat says an A. Yes. Don't tell them, guys. (laughs) Homework. Sound comment on our Twitter or Instagram post with what sound a cat makes. <laughs> I mean, we definitely know, but we're just making sure that you know. Right? Maybe we'll do a drawing to see who wins the prize. <laughs> oh, the show is so smart. The prize is we take you off the Patreon. Yeah, you're banned from the Patreon. Oh my god. It's like, oh shit, well, the the ten thousand dollar tier donator is getting banned. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, alright. Well where the fuck were we? Okay, so Doug says the food is good actually, but Stinky doesn't believe him. So they Doug ends up ordering four pizzas and two different types of ice cream for Stinky. For a cat. Yeah. A cat. And and the ice cream is pickle flavored too. I want to point that out. Specifically, it's pickle ripple, which is very close. Hey, Sam, hey, hey, I'm about- Pickle Rick. <laughs> Funniest goddamn thing I'd ever seen. God damn it. I haven't even seen that episode of that show, and I, I, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> but it's just become so ubiquitous as just like a thing people say, I guess. Yep, had it. It's something that we included as a reference to the thing that we knew existed when we went back in time to write the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. To that's taunt prob- us. That's probably what led to the creation of in, in that Rick and Morty show saying that is Doug. They were like, hey, Doug one time made a vague reference to Pickle Rickle, Rick or... <laughs> God. Pickle Rickle. Yeah, Pickle Rickle is the name. <laughs> so. Also, like, cats usually hate carbohydrates, and that's, like, all ice cream is. <laughs> it's just sugar. It's, that's like, milk, not good for cats it's at all. Most cats don't like milk, even. Yeah. Well, wait, but so is pizza. Pizza's carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. no cool. part of this makes any goddamn sense. Cats mostly follow a ketogenic diet. Yeah. Well, the other type of ice cream is anchovy madness, and there's a cherry on top. Do cats even like cherries? <laughs> they like no, fish, no. so I guess the anchovy part might not be the dumbest thing. Of course, this raises the question why the pizza place sells fish-flavored ice cream, but, you know, fuck uh, t- you. Take that up with Mr. Swirly. Like. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't get, like, a chocolate pizza for the cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's pickle and anchovy ice cream and chocolate pizza. It's chocolate, yes. it's chocolate pizza on top of cat poison. <laughs> <laughs> That's you can order it from Speedy Pizza. <laughs> it's one of their most pizza, popular pizza, menu items. Pizza, pizza, yes, for you, for the pizza. Oh, yeah, totally. God. We really should change the name <laughs> to Cat Murder Pizza. It's, it's delicious. <laughs> okay, so... Anyway, so Stinky is missing the next morning. They just, like, cut to the next morning. Uh, and Doug looks everywhere. He looks all through the kitchen. There's, like, this weird scene where it, like, zooms in on the cookie jar and just, like, sits there. Mm-hmm. I think the joke is the 
cookie jar looks sort of like a cat, but it doesn't look enough like a cat to make that obvious. That oh, I thought it was. Like I a, had to stop it to get that. So. I thought it was like a groundhog or something, or like a tanuki. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell it's not a tanuki because it doesn't have massive testicles. Oh. Mythology is fucked up, people. <laughs> I suppose that's true. That was my piss on me, Mister Tanuki. Oh my god, get me pregnant. Legit. <laughs> This is not a thing Tanukis do, but uh, they, this is your sidebar for the day. Oh my god, why did I do this? <laughs> Part of the Japanese legend of the Tanuki, a raccoon spirit, is that it has gigantic enough testicles it can use them as a cape to fly with. This can be seen in documentary Super Mario Bros. 3. <laughs> yeah, in Super Mario Bros. 3, they have him use the tail to fly. Mario. Nintendo's not playing it accurate with reality. Mario gets huge balls. <laughs> Mario's nutsack just flipping around him like a cape as he takes to the sky. Mario's huge balls are missing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta find artifacts in Europe in order to God you gotta find Mario's gigantic testicles. Anyway, so that's what Doug is looking for in this episode. Uh, and he eventually walks in on Judy in her room. She's wearing just like a She's dressed themed. up like Cleopatra. Yeah, but it's just like fucking underwear. Like Judy's just like in underwear staring uh-huh. in the mirror. <laughs> I wish I knew what, like, help me on this one, Sam, because I know this is a reference to a cultural thing. Maybe it's like walk like an Egyptian. That song came out like around this it time. It did. There is also an actress who was kind of losing her mind towards the end of her life who is very famous for playing Cleopatra in a horny-ass getup. So I guess it could be a reference to that. Could also be the Steve Martin uh, King Tut thing. Could also be... Uh, hey, this is a convenient reference because cats (laughs) are in Egypt. Because cat Egypt. But they don't even get to, like, explain... The, uh, well, they start, they start to. They start, but to. they they had to get through uh, extremely necessary dialogue before that. Right. Well, no. What it is, they probably didn't actually know the reason. Like, like they basically are, like Judy is like nonsense, Dougies. Did you know the ancient Egyptians worshipped cats? They believe that the undying soul of. <laughs> She's about to go in the explanation. Then the writers are probably just like, fuck, we don't know. If this yeah, we don't is know true. what a cat <laughs> sounds like. We don't know <laughs> yeah. their connection to Egypt. And yeah. we're definitely not researching this. I was out sick that day, so I couldn't tell you people. <laughs> isn't isn't the reason why like Egyptians actually worshipped cats because they, they make that chemical in them that like makes people fall in love with them or whatever? Well, that's a, that's a part of it, and the rest of it is like they worshipped a bunch of miscellaneous. They attached animal heads to most of their gods for the things that uh, they liked about those animals. Like there's the crocodile-headed god because the crocodiles of the Nile were just they are a thing that exists and will fucking kill you. Be afraid of the river. The river god is a crocodile. Right. I just meant specifically, like, why they would, like, put them in positions of, like, power and, you know, treat them lavishly and stuff. I thought it was, like, kind of a part in part because of that chemical they exert, no? It, it's not part, a chemical. The- it's a it's a parasite. And you get it. Oxoplasmosis. Yeah, you get it from, like, touching their shit and then putting your fingers in your mouth. Which you know they did all the time in the old days. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, like, a also- favorite activity. <laughs> Also, they were just generally appreciated as these keep the rats out of the grain stores uh, and stop you from starving. And they're that nice. That is probably better. They're nice and they're and nice friendly. and cool. And they like belly. <laughs> yes, they like belly. This is the most important thing to know about all cats. I think They enjoy personally. pizza and they like belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they say, ooh. <laughs> Oh man, that's hey, that was a that was a trick to see if you fall for it on the Instagram poll of what sound do cats make. Okay. So anyway, uh so he's lo- they're looking for Stinky, and then they find out that Stinky is inside Judy's trunk of stuff, which is maybe also Uncle Happy's old trunk old clown trunk. Yes. Uh, and they open it up, and Judy and uh, Stinky is shed and puked all over her stuff. She's <laughs> like, oh no. And now Stinky has big belly. 
<laughs> yeah, rub that real good. See yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, Judy is mad and they, she kicks him out. Uh, but now Doug is like, oh no, Stinky is sick. And he imagines calling Roger to tell him that Stinky is sick. Uh, which prompts a fantasy. Of oh, wait, Rod- no, I do have to step in here. Mm-hmm. Like, after Judy is screaming about, Will you look at this? There is fuchsia fur all over my Victorian dinner gown. My flapper hat is full of hairballs. I want that filthy beast out. Doug just immediately non sequiturs over to, Stinky was sick, and it was all my fault. How could I break it to Roger? Just total absence of empathy. Uh-huh. Nothing. Uh-huh. He's like, sorry, all your shit is ruined, bro. Your shit's ruined. Anyway, the part of this that impacts me is... Right. And specifically, he doesn't even, like, in the in the fantasy, he's not, like, worried that Stinky is in trouble. He's like, oh, shit, I'm gonna get in trouble because Stinky's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. He imagines that um, Roger reaches through the phone and chokes Doug and then pulls him through the phone into the monster truck rally. Where he is all tied up and going to be crushed by daddy's righteous anger. <laughs> mm. Oh no. Nothing going on here. Daddy uh-huh. likey. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's and yelling, all, how I, many fantasies does Doug get tied up in? <laughs> so much. And so kind of a lot something. of them. You remember the journal fantasy where the journal was getting stomped on by a big boot <laughs> as it was going trapped down a conveyor belt? Oh, yeah. I definitely don't remember that. Watch it every keep, day. Keep describing it to me. <laughs> oh, no. Roger. <laughs> God. Okay. So. Welcome so to my we, level. So he cut out of this fantasy. And we uh, we fade back to Doug's room. Uh, Skeeter is over, and Stinky has been shoved into the closet <laughs> in just like a pile of laundry instead of in his actual bed. Right? Get in there. <laughs> Get in my Get in old dirty socks. And in the, in this in the closet, the do not open box is still in there. It's still in the same spot. Doug hasn't opened it. <laughs> And later we see there's another box in the closet that says secret stuff, and secret is spelled wrong. <laughs> that, What's on that? I don't know, mm. man. Fleshlight. <laughs> Could be anything. It's probably a flashlight. Uh, it's probably Could just, be anything. It's probably just pictures of Doug's family. <laughs> probably just pictures. <laughs> God. This is what your parents look like. Oh, because we did skip over at the start of this. Doug mentions, my parents are away, and I don't think Judy likes cats. Like, yeah, they're still at the fucking hotel. Yep. They're probably, actually, wait, Rogers and uh, his mom are going to the hotel? They're going to yeah. see him there. Yeah, <laughs> Doug's parents are at the monster <laughs> truck rally. <laughs> Hell yeah. Watch, like, watch if you freeze on the exact right frame of the scene of Doug getting run over in the monster truck rally, Doug's parents are in the audience. <laughs> Cheering. <laughs> They're just As in the back of the monster crushed. truck. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay, well, so so they're just like, what do we do as uh, Stinky is moaning in the in the pile of, of laundry? Uh, and Cedar says like an insane phrase. He says, "I had a beach ball that looked like that, made the same noise too. Think he's gonna blow?" What uh. the fuck? <laughs> Skeeter there, like, again, this is the line between Skeeter and Roger blurring, because that's Mm. a thing that Roger would say to be an asshole to Doug seeing he was being anxious. Or that he's saying, hey, I've seen Stinky make this noise before, right? Like, I had a beach ball like that, meaning I had a cat like that, meaning it's Stinky, right? Meaning I had a baby brother like that, meaning (laughs) it's Yeah, one time Baby Tails got in the laundry and started moaning, and then he blew up. But he did hide in the laundry, remember? Oh, shit, oh, that's shit, true. Oh, my God, the parallels And they got went into the fucking Uncle Happy's clown trunk. Yes! Yeah. It's the same fucking episode. <laughs> and he did it after eating ice cream. <laughs> 
Was it written by the same people? I'll oh. pause. The, I'll do the editing if we have to. Let's uh, look that up right the we'll, fuck now. We'll check. Oh, man. Nope. Different writer. Fuck. Okay. Different writer. Ha. Huh. Yeah, different writer. Super Writing weird. the exact same fucking episode. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, I, it sometimes happens, but it's usually just people doing their own material. <laughs> Utterly mad. Uh, yeah. Totally bullshit. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> then the phone rings and Skeeter is like, they neither of them want to answer it. They're just like, I bet it's Roger. Just like thinking it's Roger is the only person that could call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Porchop gets fed up <laughs> and goes to answer the phone <laughs> and says hello. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, what? He can talk. <laughs> sort of. He's learned, and neither of them think it's weird. They're just why, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Why don't they just let the phone go ring? Just like, dog, don't do, don't answer the phone, dog. But he's just like, oh. He, got <laughs> he has to be the human. Poor Jeff has to be the human here. He says hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay well then so there's this great bit of skeeter tries to pretend to be the cat and then roger immediately knows that it's skeeter because he knows his own voice <laughs> right yeah roger yeah. wants to talk to the cat on the phone <laughs> right <laughs> wild <Doom> amongst us <laughs> well because he skeeter wants to talk to his baby brother <laughs> that's what this is he says, let me talk to him. I can calm him down. And they t- finally tell him, they say, Stinky is sick. And they and then they finally, they, the whole time they've been like, shit, what do we do? He's sick. And then right in this moment, they go, oh, we should take him to the vet. Fuck. They go, okay, we're going to take him to the vet. Stinky sick. Sick? What do you mean sick? You two goofs better start explaining. We're taking him to the vet. <laughs> I... What are we going to do? <laughs> Let's get moving, man. What are we going to do, Doug? Take him to the vet, you fucking morons. And Roger gets freaked out that he's taken to the vet. He hangs up the phone immediately. And like that's like we discussed before that Roger's probably never taken Stinky to the vet ever. And this is more evidence of that, like that he's just freaked out, right? Yeah. And Roger, wait, Roger was the Roger was the pay for service guy in the dentist episode, right? Roger like, was like, also <laughs> calling from the monster truck rally. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Because he wanted Stinky to be able to hear the monster trucks. <laughs> he would love Using it. Using his 1993-era cell phone, which he had. He called from a payphone at the monster truck rally. Wild. <laughs> which had easy access to the... How did Doug know to... Ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway... Um, Roger has well, Doug's number memorized, too. Of course he does. We know oh. this, obviously. That's, like, the only number he knows. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Maybe that's why he had to leave him with Doug, because he was like, shit, he's the only person who I know his phone number. And where he lives. Maybe he doesn't know where. Maybe they don't let him into the mayor's kid's house. That's <laughs> oh, true. Oh. Okay, so... They, they they go, all right, well, the, we find, we got to take him to the vet right now. Uh, and so they, they put him in the, in the basket of their bikes, and Cedar puts a siren on his helmet and makes ambulance sounds. Uh, and they get to the vet. The vet is named Dr. Dorsal. Actually, this is a callback, because Dr. Dorsal was the person who was in charge of the Ferd's first boy-dog transplant. Oh, shit, no way! I didn't notice that. They kept continuity on the single dumbest imaginable <laughs> thing. Wow, okay. All right, Dr. Dorsal is the vet for the town. This is Wait, canon. hold on. But that was in the fantasy. Oh, shit. So there it's a is, Dr. Dorsal exists in Doug's fantasy universe. We have no proof he exists in reality. This is a collaborative piece of evidence to Sam's theory. None of this fucking happened. Or at least the part... Okay, maybe some of this happens, but the part of Stinky giving birth is a fantasy. Because this all happens in Dr. Dorsal's office, who is a fake. Right? Yeah, this, just is, like the this episode is just part of the Oogieverse. I was about to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
timeline. I think every fantasy episode occurs in the Yu-Gi-Verse. Yes. <laughs> this is how it's known. We need to know this. Uh, okay, so they're standing around just like they're all nervous. They're like, I don't know what's going on. And then Doug decides that he's going to barge into the back. Just the receptionist doesn't give a shit. He's just like, I'm going to go says, see. He says, I'm going to start asking questions. And then he goes in there and asks zero questions. <laughs> And he just listens as a truly bizarre line is said. Yeah, he goes, the, 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 there are two uh, vets that are just like huddled over a operating table. And the vet, one vet says, If he'd brought the cat in tomorrow, it would have been too late. Even sooner. It could all be over any minute now. What? Okay, what, what does that mean? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like we know from... Earlier in the episode, we know that uh, this is going to turn out to be Stinky being pregnant, but mm-hmm. why would you say if he'd brought the cat in tomorrow, it would have been too late? And why would you respond to that with, even sooner, it could all be over any minute now? They were trying to do something that sounds ominous, and then they just yeah. fucking tripped over their dick. Well, I guess it could be like, uh, oh, the the birth could have already happened, right? What the fuck does even sooner mean then? <laughs> That's the very weird part. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's we had to throw extra words in this for God knows what reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm not unfamiliar with that as a problem, but come on, people. You got editing passes here. Right, they had to pad the word count to make it the exact right length for the commercials. <laughs> Which is a real pain because they could have done that much earlier when Judy was talking about cats. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Well, then Doug comes out of the waiting, comes back into the waiting room, and he's just like, "They said it was all over, Skeeter. Stinky's dying. What? From a little ice cream? I was supposed to take care of him, and instead, I've killed him." Well, I mean, (laughs) uh huh. (laughs) And also, this is like heavy, right? It's like he's literally saying, "Cat is dying in this kid show. I murdered this cat, right?" Mm Hmm. Um, and yeah, this ice cream might have actually killed the cat. (laughs) (laughs) I just kept feeding it chocolate. Now it's sick. (laughs) Do you think every pet in this universe eats pizza and ice cream? Like, do you think that's what Roger Uh, was giving to Stinky before he went on the diet? I don't know. (laughs) The thing is that Doug gets really anxious about it. Like, he knows he's not supposed to do that. So. Yeah. But then we immediately turn around and have the vet say, actually, that's good. So, (laughs) fuck you. Because I think, like, when Doug specifically said, why couldn't you be, like, a normal pet and Mm -hmm. eat pizza and ice cream? So I think normally all animals eat pizza and ice cream except when they're on a diet. And then they eat skinny kitty cat food. Also, this implies that Roger was undernourishing his cat while she was pregnant. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... So, as Doug is freaking out here, uh, Roger and his mom come in into the vet office, and uh, they're just like, where's my cat? And then Doug admits it, and there's actually, like, a pretty good, like, back and forth where Roger is, like, freaking out to Doug. You did what? I didn't think once could do any harm. You did what? I tried to talk him out of it, but he just kept howling. You did what? Yeah, this is actually solid. Yeah. And this one harkens back to the uh, episode where Skeeter was going to move away in that now this is something that you could actually buy this tension being raised. And because tension is being raised in a convincing fashion, and this is the show, Doug, you know what comes next. Suddenly. Now it looks like he's he's going to be a very proud mother. Huh? Stinky's a girl. Hooray. (laughs) Porkchop is knocked over by the horror of Stinky having had kittens. Yeah. And Roger is like, well, how was I supposed to know that Stinky was a girl? And then Uh Roger's mom says, Son, we're way past due for a very important talk. It's about sex, Roger. I guess. I I mean, what else could it be? The stork? Uh, how they're, the just stork gonna ta- they're just going to talk about Transformers? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do we discuss the 1980s Transformers film and why it's a work of staggering genius? Right, just like, son, we, son we've got a very, we've been long due for a very important talk about which monster truck at the rally did the best job. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it was Truckosaurus, but then I've always been pro-Truckosaurus. What are your right, thoughts? Right, But yeah, I mean, they do, like, kind of reference the sex talk in this. Something that obviously Doug doesn't know anything about. Maybe they explain will. how reproduction works in this universe, because maybe it's different from our own. Ooh, that would be interesting if they're like, all right, we need to have an important talk because it's so different. First, the stork comes into your room and you have sex with the stork. <laughs> <laughs> then later on, you will shout, ooh, into the sky. <laughs> don't, as and as don't, babies come out of you. And don't forget to eat pizza and ice cream. Which is good, actually, uh, according to the it's vet. It's good, actually. Yeah, the vet then is like, hey, it's, you know, the pregnant animals sometimes get hungry for strange food. And when you fed stingy pizza and ice cream, you were doing just what nature ordered. Oh, <laughs> All natural good. pizza and ice cream. Uh, yep, no they, part of this make no part of this is absolutely fever dream logic. <laughs> Cats have eaten pizza and ice cream when they've been pregnant since the ancient Egyptian times. <laughs> Who first invented pickle Rick? Yes. You if you look closely at the great pyramids of Giza, inside there are hieroglyphics of pickle Rick eating ice cream. These were the first memes, Doug. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's why we had to blow it up in the Doug universe <laughs> this is the reason why their culture needed to be wiped off the face of the planet the ancient Egyptians were the first gamers yes it was in the great meme wars that the other six of the seven great wonders of the world were destroyed <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay so <laughs> the great pyramids uh, are poggers <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what that means. F's in the chat for the Great Library of Alexandria. <laughs> Please subscribe to the Colossus. <laughs> so the Colossus has, has only fans. God damn it! You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Colossus, Fuck. the ancient world's first recorded case of showing whole to the world. Yeah, it's it's if you if you subscribe to the only fans of the Colossus, you are allowed to take a boat underneath its loincloth <laughs> and look at its butthole <laughs> that was sculpted Ooh. with immaculate precision. God. Just picturing the ancient world's butthole sculptor, the happiest pervert in existence. <laughs> You go to his house and it's just like half finished like asses. He always loses any attention once he gets to the outer edge of the cheeks. He's only in it for the hole. Who isn't? And that was Aristotle. Oh man. The wisest Greek of them all. Okay. So they don't teach you about that in school, do they? It's <laughs> liberal education. <laughs> this is history that's too rad for textbooks. The Romans killed him because he was just too uh, into whole. The Romans would not do that. <laughs> if I know anything about the Romans. True. The Romans killed the him first because he was memers. Right. Yes. <laughs> anyway. They appreciate it. They're the creepy kind of fans who just got way too into his work. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. He killed him because they he because he wasn't actually in love with him. The first parasocial relationship ended yes. tragically. God. Okay, so now that we've written we've written Seven Wonders of the World fanfiction, we flash back to Doug delivering the moral to us. Uh, Skeeter says, boy, you didn't have to tell Roger anything at all. And Doug goes, This was all a huge fucking waste of your time. Weird. (laughs) And Doug goes, no, I'm glad I told him. I would want him to tell me if there was anything wrong with Porkchop. So, once again, the moral is be honest. And that's been the moral for every Doug episode, which he's never learned. (laughs) Be honest, you've got nothing to worry about. Ultimately, God will step in to save you. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> Great. Uh-huh. And also, I guess uh, you got to take care of this cat, dude. Was <laughs> also. Yeah. Eat the cat well, food, Doug. Yeah. As morals go, it's not the most noxious one imaginable, but it is just totally undercut by the actual episode itself being a fever dream. And it's the same one that's always happened. <laughs> yes. Don't 
do anything. You were worried about nothing. <laughs> well, it fades out on poor Chubb bouncing a kitten on his feet and laughing as the cat is in hell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> so that's yeah, it. Yeah, there's really not much more to say. Like, we've... <laughs> Covered everything there is to cover in this fucking nightmare of an episode. Let's make a final pass at... It. So, the reason why the Dale is stinky thing holds true is because the whole veterinary office didn't occur and was in a fantasy? I think the whole is thing is saying? a fantasy. Because there's yeah. so many logical inconsistencies. And there's so many parallels to, like, Doug saying, this was the last time I had to take care of something for a friend. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is what would happen. Yes. Hmm. Okay. And because we do know that Skeeter and Roger are the same person, this is just the same thing happening again. And yeah. the kittens never show up again. I mean, they either yeah. either don't exist or they just immediately got them all adopted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And the fact okay. that the same fucking plot point about, well, I didn't know how to handle the kid, so ultimately I gave the kid ice cream, and then it all worked out okay in the end. Uh-huh. God, okay, well... Thank God we don't have to rationalize Dale being pregnant. <laughs> Good. Okay, well, we're That's still correct. That's also true, but for unrelated reasons. Yeah, we're still correct in all things, and it's good. Oh, man. Undefeated, right. baby. Undefeated. We're the best. <laughs> so let's call this one here, I think. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone, in another episode of The Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.